0: Tenacious as the fiery sun and all of its brilliance. I will my life into existence. Yeah. So on the cover of today's episode you see a young Niles Raider. Now, the image on the right is three and a half years later, my friends. Complete transformation. Niles describes himself as the most socially awkward kid in town. He had suicidal depression and was at the brink of ending it all when he finally looked at his life and made a decision to at least try to give his life, his all, to some endeavor. Niles chose to will his power towards getting shredded. Through pursuing his passions and following his heart, he has helped hundreds of people claim the shredded body they've always wanted. Let's dive into today's episode where I sit down with Niles to pick his brain, learn his habits, and try to find the secret to his willpower And self discipline, Niles. Man, I am super excited to have you on the show because your results tell me that my work ethic will reap the same reward if I follow your formula. So let's start here. I'm I'm eager to know, as I'm sure my listeners are, more about your personal journey, uh, where exactly Niles Raider made the mindset switch to pull you onto the path you tread today. Because I saw the photos, man. You have got the results. So let's tell my listeners more about your personal journey. What
1: pulled Niles Raider onto the path you walked today? Yes, I appreciate it, man. And um, so so the thing is always, I believe that the, the, the greatest journey starts started in the deepest pit, right? And um, I'm also studying a lot of successful people. And it always turns out that the most successful people in every area have have the had the biggest burden to carry in the past right um and and um i also started from uh humble beginnings and i'm always always grateful for it because i believe that uh bad events reshape really the same people and and um give you the energy and give you the awareness to achieve a lot bigger things so for me what it was is, so so for me what it was is um I, I had a pretty pretty deep and severe depression in my in my teens. So for from 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 12 to 17, I was the most introverted motherfucker on the planet, man. And and um so so bullied, yes, bullied, bullied, and um I was I was an attention seeker because I feel like I've never gotten it got me the, the right the right attention um as a child and then i was always either the the funny guy and, and try to be the funny guy in order to be acknowledged or uh the absolutely nice guy and trying to please other people and actually doing stuff that i don't want to do uh just to get the approval of others so um so i, so I get 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 that attention from people right and it it started a spiral of self destruction it started a spiral where i uh, first of all always told myself that i'm not good enough that i'm ugly i would never get girls i'm um, i'm not i'm um, um, um i'm not not smart um um all of those different things right yeah yes sir yes sir it's like you have negative negative affirmations right and it's always like a negative feeling if you if you're if you're vibrating on negative energy it's it gets you into a downward spiral Mm -hmm. right and it's exactly it's exactly the same momentum if you have positive momentum so it was always that belief system and later on what I realized is I had all of those opportunities coming to me but because I was in that state I just shoved them away because I didn't want to hear it because I had so much freaking payoff off that negativity right because you're always in a negative state because deep down there's like a like a like a like an abnormal like payoff to it that you actually want to be in there and that's why you create that reality right and so so, i I
0: so agree for for the mind of an addict in the from a mind of a former addict you know i I struggled for 15 years uh, in and out of rehabs and 12-step programs and I feel like the downward spiral for me was like the the pool of Le Kraken opening up in the ocean and taking the pirates of the Caribbean down, like it, it, because I'm going to the rooms and I'm surrounding myself with all of these people that that want the same thing I want, but it's kind of like a a, a student that is being taught from a teacher that doesn't know what they're teaching. You know, I'm going and asking for, for a cure for the addiction from people that haven't found the cure themselves. And for me, the cure was not to, um, to be able to do the drug with control. You know, if you found the cure for something, would you continue to use? No, it would eliminate the desire to use. So that's what I did through subconscious reprogramming. um, I heard you say that negative, you know, the negative energy. So that has a lot to do with negative self-talk too. And when, when, when you're in that, you said from 12 to 17, you know, that, that, that constant bullying and constant having to please feel like you need to please people in order to get affection or approval that creates this, it create, that creates the self-talk, the negative self-talk. It, It'll make you say, you know, you're fucking, you're not good enough. You don't have any friends. These people don't like you. Things like that. Man, I so relate. Keep going, please.
1: Yes and then it's always like it, it, it's if you are in that negative energy you, you don't want to ha- you don't want to have any positivity in your life because if other people don't me hell you you're, you're talking trash like you're you're it's a you're, you're a yeah. good looking man you're you're you. Uh, it was always like I'm getting angry like i was pushing those people comp- away right? Right. <laughs> right. Then, then
0: go get away from me let me be miserable yeah, right stop it's complimenting what... <laughs> me don't compliment me who do you think you are <laughs>
1: yeah so 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 and you don't know how you don't know my situation and stuff like that right so it's a lot of feeling sorry for oneself and 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 i feel like it's it's always uh so so depression is always a gift so i was really really at the brink so it got worse and worse and worse where it got me to the point where i was uh having suicidal thoughts every single day right uh really really down in the gutter and it got worse and worse and it's like that that downward spiral till uh one day one day um i remember i was sitting on my bed i was 14 so it was a gradual process i was sitting in my bed and i was like oh, fuck I'm, I'm feeling so horrible and i had that thought coming up into my mind hey look i could either end it right now um and and just say hey call call it call it a life right and end it and or i could just like um give myself a shot give myself a shot of uh hey like you don't have to lose anything else like it can't get worse than that right It can't get it can't get any more any any worse so you can give yourself you can give yourself a chance and that's what that was the um oh that yes and that was the point where I said, um, "Okay, um, I'm gonna start something right now, and I'm just gonna give my all to become really, really freaking good at it." Right. So initially, I started to uh, do rap music. Actually, I do did, did rap music. Right. And That Passion. showed me, hey, you can, you you can you can get good in a skill. And that same thing transferred over to uh, fitness later on, where where that got that absolute. Uh, absolute focus and absolute absolute love with first of all bettering myself but also like how good can i become if i really if i really uh push myself towards it so 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 the the initial thing was always like how good can i become and it was always that that proving like getting more and more proof the better i become that hey look you're you're not that person that that you told yourself or that negative energy told yourself Amen. back then that you are, and creating more and more distance Change from that inevitable. person. Yes, exactly. So it's that's why I say depression and all life crises. Actually, uh, of course, initially they feel horrible, right? And and they yes. Yes, and they can destroy you, right? And they can destroy you, or they can make you, right? It's like the ego hits bottom, and then boom, and then 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 you then you uh, achieve different levels of consciousness that really shape shape a person, right? It's like who you can um, become. Yes, I agree. Yes, it's the, the the world is the perfect place to undo negative karma, and that's exactly what happens through those cycles of life, crisis, right? And it's like make, makes a lot of sense.
0: You know, like uh, one of my favorite books is v- uh, Victor Frankel's uh, "Man's Search for yes, Meaning." That's awesome. And, yeah, and he, you know, he he says that you know the people that survived the Holocaust in Auschwitz, they they had something that pulled them into the future, something, some meaning. So in other, in essence, the 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 end of suffering is to find meaning. Suffering ceases to be suffering the moment it finds meaning. And so now I've, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying, because I look at life as God seeking expression through thousands of life forms, through, through matter, through energy, through vibration. And, and we have the ability to think, to draw thought in, imagine it, speak it into existence. And, and and put it into action. And so in essence, life, life is for suffering. It's to know suffering, understand suffering in order to move into the fourth dimension where it's nothing but love. Think about this. You can't take, you can't take hate, jealousy, greed, and shame and regret. You can't take those things into heaven or a fourth dimension or a place where there's nothing but love and abundance. So you so the only way to move through that is to find meaning because of it.
1: So powerful. Yes. Yes. I love it. That's awesome.
0: So you started so your journey then, so you start you said it transferred into fitness. And so what made what what made you like was it a gradual process you started seeing steady results and then you just got, cause that's what it was for me. As I start, as the results start pouring in, I get more and more determined to, to get sh- more shredded or to put more effort into it. So, um, so what made that, what, what, what initially made you say, you know what, I'm going to get shredded.
1: Yes. So, so for me, it was, uh, I learned discipline through making music. Right. And, and, um, but the problem with making music, I still, I wasn't like, oh, from one day to the other, you're healed and you don't have problems anymore, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like the wishful thinking. And then that happened and all of a sudden I was, I was, I was a saint, right? <laughs> so, no, it I doesn't was, work like was, that, it? Right? It doesn't work like that. So, so, yeah. Um, I had blogs and stuff like that. And through those blogs, it's like I was working a lot of music, but sometimes I had mental blogs and I couldn't write anything. I had writer's blog and then I found fitness. And it was like, it's so simple, man, because you, you the, the, the it's, it's, it's the purest form because the work you put in will be rewarded. Right. And that, so the first yes. day I went to the you gym, know. I already know, Hey, I'm going to be really good at this because I, I can't be disciplined. I can't work. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be awesome, right? So, um, the the I, I already knew that uh, that I was gonna be good at this. That's something that yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah, do. Confidence. And then I, and, and and then I, and then I did it, right? And um, it's it's funny that you say it with the first results. Yes, they definitely motivate. And then if you get other people telling you, "Hey, that you you get you look get, good. You, yeah, you're, you're, cool. good," right? That, that that yeah, really like the other you. day,
0: I went to an interview. Because <laughs> I'll be honest with my audience right now, I'm up and coming. Right, I'm still yes. trying to transition out of the workforce into full time pursuing of my passion. It, yes. it, in order to do that, you have to have some income coming in. And so I went to this interview. I've I've been in restaurant industry, you know, Taco Bell and all these different restaurants. So I went in for a management interview, and. And the guy, the guy was like, um, you look like he asked me what shirt size I wore. And he was like, you look like you've been going to the gym. Maybe you need a large. Cause I said, medium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yes. That's that kind of motivation where it's like, you know what? I, this is my life. I get up at 4am every day and I get my ass to the gym because I conquered myself. One, there's nobody here in this small town. So in front of the mirrors, That surround me. There's nobody in there. I got my shirt off and I'm not just physically training. I'm practicing my speaking. I'm practicing ideas for, for different podcast episodes and recording videos. And it's not, it's not viral content yet, but I'm growing
1: through the process of doing this and I'm addicted to it that's what it's about man and you're gonna get better and better and then you're gonna find different ideas that if you just wouldn't do it then it would it wouldn't happen right it's like just right. giving yourself the, the shot to make it happen and that's that's also why I, I love your setup so much man that's better than every freaking podcast studio man just doing it yeah. in the car because so many, many people have paralysis analysis off. and Right, right. It's it's awesome, man. I they love use it. their excuses
0: oh. to say, you know, I can't record a podcast episode because, you know, I, I don't have it. Yes. Just
1: no, no, man. Just just do it, man. Just do right? it. That's so, awesome.
0: So fat loss, man. I want I want to go here just for my own understanding, because obesity statistics leave me absolutely flabbergasted. It's almost as if 90 percent of Americans are too lazy to exercise. I mean, but with your formula results still progressively get more visible. You know, I've always been of the mind that my appetite is pretty standard. I don't get urges to eat excessively, but I also eat whatever I want. I really want to believe there is some formula that I can follow to give me your results without me having to give up my favorite cereal and pizza. Yeah. So, yeah. so what is your strategy for fat loss, especially pertaining to people that want to eat exactly what they want to eat and they don't want to change their diet? How do you burn fat and still eat what you want? Yes.
1: So uh, obviously, you always have to say right from the get go, uh, obviously, you can't eat uh, 500 chicken nuggets every day and expect to drop the weight right that's like right that's like obviously you can't go bad shit crazy and um and eat all of that stuff right but um so so what what i firmly believe in and what's the what's the true thing is like i talked to thousands and thousands of people like through through doing that um in the last couple years and it always comes down Mm -hmm. to three different things you want to have predictability you want to have sustainability and you want to learn how to be flexible right Mm -hmm. um so what does that mean first thing you need some predictability because there are so many fat diets out there that tell you hey look Neil I'm doing keto right now I'm doing chicken and broccoli I do all of those different things I'm doing fasting and now I hope that I'm going to lose the weight right they can Mm -hmm. never tell you for a fact hey look as long as I follow this process I know for a fact that I'm going to drop two pounds of pure fat every single week three pounds of pure fat every single week right for example and they never know okay at my current weight how fast can I actually lose the fat without having to lose a lot of muscle? Right. See. Now the problem mm-hmm. is if you if you go and you work with guesswork, um, then you can never tell that. And then usually what happens are two different things. It's like either people lose the weight far too fast, where they end up being skinny fat, right? They burn up a mm-hmm. lot of muscle mass as well, and they absolutely starve themselves. And then afterwards they gain a lot of, gain a lot of that back. And then they just suffered a ton just to basically uh, lose all of the results again, because it's not something that's sustainable. Right. Or Hmm. they, um, or they get some initial results, but the guesswork only only takes them that far. And then Mm -hmm. their system is off and they end up hitting plateaus where they work for six months or something like that. They don't see results. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world, right? Yes. Yes. So what you want first and foremost is have something predictable so that doesn't happen. And then first of all, it already brings a lot of motivation with it because you know, hey, look, I know for a fact, that if I work out right now and if I follow this approach, then by the end of the by the end of the week I'm going to be two pounds lighter, and that's uh, intrinsic sure. motivation already, right? So next yeah. thing I say is you want to make it sustainable, right? So uh, you just don't have to eat chicken and broccoli every single day for the rest of your life, right? Because <laughs> you, that, you that, can that, have some that, variety. Exactly, because that doesn't work either, right? And and that doesn't as long as you don't want to be a freaking bodybuilder or something like that, right? With or or like professional bodybuilder or something like that. But even if you're a professional bodybuilder, you can follow the exact same formula and can have a pizza here and there and get like literally exactly the same results. Because in the fitness industry, there's so much, so many myths and stuff like that that get thrown uh-huh. all into a pot, which ultimately tell you all of those different things that you have to do which you actually don't really have to do um uh, that that make the diet a million times harder than it actually have to be because right because it those, takes your like
0: myths. it takes your reward out of eating like you know yes it's like ah i gotta eat all this bland shit with no with no taste and no like but it's not true i i i've literally eaten sorry I've 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 eaten a bowl of cereal every single night and I mean, before a certain time, of course. But and st- but I wake up immediately to do cardio and, and and weight training. So I feel I'm steadily like if I can t- and I take pictures all the time. So I'm looking at my results,
1: and I'm still satisfied. <laughs> like I yes.
0: like it's still growing.
1: Yes, yes, sir. And it's like I used to the first two 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 years of my training. I used to eat like super clean, right? I had to force myself. So I was gaining muscle. I was the skinny kid back then, and yes. um, used to eat super clean. And for if you eat clean, then you don't get fat. Like wrong. It just comes down to the right amounts, the right macronutrition splits saying like protein, carbs, fats, and uh, calories. And uh, if you if you overeat on calories on rice plain chicken and broccoli you still gain as much fat as somebody who would overeat on uh, burgers sure. and 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 chicken wings or whatever right so it obviously there are healthy meals and there are meals that are not uh, not that healthy and uh, you shouldn't just eat uh, fast food every day because then you're gonna feel like crap right but you would still be able to lose weight if you uh, prepare it in the right way so the goal is always. The goal, yeah, yeah. So the goal is always to to specify it to okay, what works for you at the end of the day, right? So mm-hmm. how many meals do you want to eat a day? Because what's your routine, right? Some people who work all day uh, are pretty different from somebody who's a student or something like that, and yeah, that who has like a lot, lot more, a lot more time on his table, right? So it always comes for down sure. to first of all, how many meals. Can you eat a day, right? And that, that doesn't make any difference, a big difference, right? If, if you eat three right. meals or if you eat six meals, um, then second as as thing is right. <laughs> like, exactly, right? Then it's know your numbers. How many calories do you have to eat in order to drop two pounds of pure fat every single week, right? And then, of course, How there's many-
0: calorie counters and there's there's apps that you can download with free versions that can track all of this stuff for you. All you do is enter it before you eat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, totally. Absolutely, you. and um, and uh, yes, make it sustainable for you, and remove the because then if you the problem with eating chicken and broccoli is first of all there's like no end inside, and if you don't give yourself. Uh, uh, hey, I cannot enjoy eating anymore. Then the first time you're going to eat a donut, the desire is going to kick in like crazy and you're going to say, hey, I screwed up anyway right now and now I'm going to eat the whole donut store and tomorrow I'm going to be back to track, right or I feel like
0: there's a lot of mental... Uh, uh, aspect to it too. Like if, if you feel guilty from eating that donut, that's a mental cue. That's going to tell you up, oh, you fucked up and, 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 and maybe yeah. results will follow. Like if you, I'm of the mind that I can eat whatever I want, as long as I do the work and, and I know my appetite. So it's like, I know when I'm hungry and what I want to eat, and it doesn't exceed that. Now, people that have like eating disorders or they feel like they they eat too much or they get hungry too often. Do you have a do you have a remedy to like an appetite controller? Or because I, I feel like I've struggled with that back in my past.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I can't really put a finger on how I control it nowadays, appetite.
1: Yes. So, so people that eat too much. So first of all, what you want to do is you always want to um you always, first of all, want to make sure that you eat enough protein every day, right? Because that's, if you just eat fats and carbs uh, it satisfies you a lot less than if you focus on your protein intake that if you have uh, a, a big like chicken steak or something like that, um, it's a, or, or you, you you fill up your protein that will already satisfy you a lot more. And most people that are put on the amount of calories that they have to go on because you, you super rarely have to eat 1500 or something like that, the the calorie ranges, if you really look at it, and if you're consistent with it, it, it will ultimately not be that low. And it's quite the contrary that most people actually tell me, especially people who, who are overweight, right? And who who definitely eat more than they burn on a daily basis. Otherwise they wouldn't be overweight, right? Um, and they tell me, hey, look, I, I, I have struggled with actually eating the amounts that you give me, right? Because right now they, they're eating a totally different food. So it's a, it's a, it's a balance out of, Right, still being able to allow yourself to have some of those good foods, but also like focusing on the filling foods, on the good foods that 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 satisfy you, right? Because you obviously, you, if if your amounts are right, you can eat burgers and stuff like that, and you can still lose weight, but uh, it will satisfy you less, right? So you want right, to you want also focus also focus on um, have a couple high volume a couple high volume um high volume and uh low calorie foods in your diet for example i saw you had the question with the super uh natural performance shake that that we have you have it uh in the question yeah, we list, can go ahead right? and get into that yes uh, yes yeah, yeah, so, so that, that because it's a good transition actually um that's a, for example That's like um, I talked to Brandon, another one of my client and uh, he, he was eating a cookie every day and he was like uh, having some chocolate and some good ice cream and stuff like that, because he just didn't want to miss it. And, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's also shake that I used in my, uh, recent diet where I cut down to seven, 8% body fat, right. It's just, it's awesome because what it is, so you want to have if you so for for my years. listeners,
0: you guys, what Niles, Niles is about to give you is his recipe for a superhuman performance shake. So, controlling appetite, giving you energy. So, what's in it, Niles?
1: Yes, it sounds pretty hyped up, superhuman performance shake, right? It's yeah, always the morning. Yeah, put behind it, right? Um, yeah. so, so, but it's awesome, man. It's like, what i did in my diet so you want to um make you want to hit a lot of protein so you already have a lot of protein covered um you want to hit your micronutrients which is like a rule of thumb But always give like eat 250 grams of fruits 250 grams of vegetables a day and then uh mm-hmm. definitely already have a good amount of micronutrients uh that you that you covered right mm-hmm. um and um and if and you want to have something that's filling right so what so there could be a big salad bowl for example with with uh, chicken stripes and stuff like that right mm. or what i did and what i also saw that helped a lot of clients is that that shake were put in uh, like three big scoops of protein three to four big scoops of protein um 250 grams of spinach 250 grams of raspberries, um, a little peanut butter if you want to, right? Mm-hmm. If you need some extra fats. Delicious. And, uh a, li- a little bit, a little bit of uh of oatmeal, maybe, but you don't have to add it. And if it's frozen fruit, it's literally it, it's you got like three liters of freaking of freaking shake, and it overall has some like 750 calories or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um and you can eat that throughout the whole day and it really fills you up. And in that portion already, you have like 80 grams, uh, around 80 grams of protein. protein. Yeah. So, so you already have a big chunk of your protein filled up for the day. The nutrients and that make you feel that, good, yes.
0: you know, it yes. makes you, it gives you the energy you need. That's what he's talking about. Good, man. Yes. Yeah. You
1: get the nutrients, you you hit your micronutrients, you hit a lot of your protein already and you all do that in one shake that doesn't have a lot of calories, right? So what, what does what what's what what that's doing is basically um, just have to have like another m- m- a meal where you have high protein, and then at the end of the day you have a lot of calories left and a lot of good uh, macronutrients left where you can have a treat, right? You can say, look, i am good. Okay, because yeah, that's uh, when you get hungry. Yes. Yeah, you get then, hungry at like, night, you- man. Me. <laughs> Yeah. So you can have a treat, right? And it's not bad. So it's like, it really works better if you allow yourself some things and you have an overview instead of trying to crazy drop it like crazy because you want to go so fast because that never works because ultimately you will always eat more because you're uh you're going to so go you're going to go, yeah. gr- gonna go uh, on your instincts you can't even control it it doesn't have anything to do with willpower it's just it's just the, the no, human children. nature after a while you're going to be like you're going to be you're, you're going to be <laughs> an animal man and then then you can not control <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. it and then then you eat more and then you feel in guilt or shame and then it's always that bouncing back from that guilt and shame then you eat like five thousand calories and then you feel so guilty (laughs) the next day that you drop it back to a thousand calories right and you complete the same cycle again instead of just saying hey look Then
0: the negative self-talk and oh man you're such a fat ass it's just a downward that downward spiral you're talking about but there's a way to stay consistent you know i don't do a lot at the gym um i but i I'm in the zone, you know, I'm focused on each muscle and just being present while you're doing the task instead of going there in the, in the gym with the mindset of God, I gotta do this for the next hour. Just go in there and enjoy the process. And I do a little bit. And for, I've been doing this for 16, 17 months and my life has changed. It's, it's absolutely life-changing That's once you awesome. just commit small and do small. i talked about it last episode, t- tiny little baby step morning habits.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: uh, I, I want to move over to left field for a minute and uh, we, we can return here shortly. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the mental aspect of body transformation, because for many people, the physical transformation carries a certain mental transformation with it. You know, committing to a 16-week program and finishing flawlessly, it births a new self-confidence, a new mental attitude. The willpower that was used to get you there can be applied to anything in life. So what is your, what, what is your take on quieting the mind and forcing the body to do what we know is necessary?
1: It's it's all mental, right? It's like the whole whole fitness journey is all it's it's a it's a it's a mental transformation at the end of the day, right? Because because a, a lot a, a lot of people first of all obviously like it's also a body transformation, but it, I, I was always big on the mindset. I was never like, hey, look at me, I got a six pack right now. I like to post pictures, yeah. right? But I'm just like because I'm proud of myself and I, and I, I just want to share my progress and stuff like that. I get a lot of joy of it, but um, it's it's most of it is mental because then you see yourself differently and if you see yourself differently other people are really going to respond to you differently at the end of the day oh. like uh people people are gonna gonna love you no matter what the people that 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 are that are valuable in your life if you have a freaking good body or if you if you don't have a good body and you're a great person either way but there. it's like yeah it's that 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 mental aspect right and that energy and that growth you get from really putting yourself out there and just like like it happened to me back then it's like showing yourself that you're capable of achieving something right and it's like not 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 and, and what's what's important is that you put put the pride aside of like hey um i'm gonna i'm gonna flawlessly do it like definitely go for right. it right but it's like I don't agree. don't but but don't start don't start absolutely restricting yourself you know, you got to follow the right process and also there's a there's a patience involved in okay this process is going to work out and i'm just going to chip away slowly at it and um if you go through that and you see the transformation and you get that 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 pride of hey uh, i did something and i crushed it and um now i can Become take that and no matter no matter what happens in life i can handle it because i know i can trust i can trust myself right i feel like that's <clears> the <throat> most important thing is that you say something uh you follow through on it and then because you said it and you did it you're 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 living in integrity with yourself and then sure. you know hey i'm always going to follow through on whatever i say you no know, so no matter what i put in front of my, me i know for a fact that it's going to get done right and that's the, that's so a really, really good place it to programs be you. it becomes yes it
0: becomes a a neuro it creates new neural pathways. I talked about this in my last episode, you know Les Brown says, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard, but if you do what is hard, your life will be easy. I would add to that if you do what is hard consistently. It will program into the body, and the behavior will become easier. You build And new then it won't be pathways. hard
1: anymore. It won't right. be hard anymore. All right? For it's sure. Like just the just the start. It will be a, a little bit resistance, but after a while, won't be won't be too hard anymore because then you start to love it.
0: Brain cell A eventually will will fuse and wire together with brain cell B. You know, going to the gym and staying at the gym and giving my Best effort. Those those two brain cells will wire together if you do it enough consistently.
1: Remember. Absolutely, and that's also that's also a part of why I teach people everything they need to know for the rest of their life, and why my system is not. Hey, I hook you into a, year, a ten year long contract or something like that, hey, right? Yeah. Like like uh, uh, people do, because because. Uh, the initial accountability absolutely super important because you uh as at the start there's a lot of resistance right and it helps to have somebody holding you accountable but after a while um it's gonna become you're gonna fall in love with the process if it's the right process and you're gonna get results and then um after a while you're, you're like I, I I really want to go to the gym right now, right? And you're feeling, to start feeling you're feeling not good, and there's like something start missing. Start getting if mad if going. somebody
0: interrupts it, yeah. Like no, yeah, dude, I gotta go to the right.
1: gym. <laughs> so Instead, get getting you that first that first push of going there, and then once the momentum is built, then uh, it's gonna be a lot easier, right? So it's like yes, at the start. um, uncomfortable after a while you're gonna love it and obviously some you're still gonna have days where it sucks but those are really the, the, the days where it sucks we absolutely don't want to go those are the most important days because then that's where, where what it makes what makes it permanent and um what what really gets you to respect yourself and build that mindset of like hey, no matter what comes up in in towards me i can handle it and i can crush it right so
0: amen for sure i agree completely agree, man. Um, so man, let's talk more about your system. Let's get, man, people, (laughs) my friends, the, the results are in for all of Niles's clients, picture after picture, 16 week transformation. And I'm, I mean, I'm super, I'm totally impressed because there's, there's so many people out there that, that say they, that they're here to help, but all in all, it's it's a mental it's an accountability thing too so some a a trainer can know how to get you there and not be able to get you there because they don't know how to hold you accountable and and teach you the right mindset um yes well well, tell my listeners more about your system uh niles yes like what's the process
1: so 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 i always say a system is incredibly, incredibly important. Okay. In, in anything you do in life, maybe, uh, business, maybe fitness, maybe working, maybe learning, maybe dating or whatever you want to do, right. Having the right system will definitely get you a lot more benefits because at the end of the day, it's a a machine that you put your effort in and then it gets created and you get the right output. Right. Um, now if you, put in a lot of effort and your system is broken and you're doing the wrong thing, you're moving into the wrong direction. And that's where things become frustrating because that that sucks, right? If you if you put in the, the work, but it doesn't the, the, the system doesn't work out. And then you put in a year of work and you just get 10% of the results that you could actually do get. That's that's super that's super frustrating at the end of the day. Right. So I always say system is the most important thing. And especially in the fitness industry, because in the fitness industry, there are so many people who tell you different things and there's a lot of crap out there, right? There's like people um, who are on steroids. So nothing against that. It's their personal decision, right? But um, they're on steroids, they give out their plans. And obviously people who are not on steroids, they don't really get the same results and the plans don't really have to be that efficient, right? Because um, people get five times the results on, on, on gear, right. And then, uh, they look good and they don't really have to be hundred percent efficient. So people do the same plans. They don't get the same results. Right. And you have a lot of supplement companies spreading a lot of myths. Um, and get, like everybody basically can go out there and can talk about fitness, right. And can, can, right. spread. let's debunk so some so- of these myths. Yeah, you have to not eat after 6 p.m. for example. That's all out of crap, right? Like okay. or you have to you have to eat six times in a day in order to build muscle in order to lose weight. It's also a total myth, right? Where people say, "Hey, I don't even have six breaks in a day. I don't know how to do it." You <clears throat> don't have to do it, right? That that's something right. that that makes it harder. Or you have to eat clean all of the time, right? Or you can't eat carbs. Or you have to do you have to do a ton of cardio uh losing weight right and what i always tell people oh i can't do cardio i hate cardio it's like like guess what guess how much cardio i did like getting i don't know if you can see that picture right getting to that was seven percent body fat how much i i I didn't do any cardio at that time right i just (laughs) lifted i just lifted weights i just lifted weights and And probably did walking a little bit, but not too much. Right. And I'm always trying to be absolutely honest with people. And I did a lot of work, but it's like, there's so many that, 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 that that make it so much harder for people because they think, oh, no, yeah. And, and also to sustain it, right. Because you want to have a life and that sucks in so much more time that you actually have to invest. It creates so much more
0: temptation.
1: Yeah. Yes, and and you have to. You have twenty four hours in the day. If you have a freaking workout diet routine that sucks up eight hours of your day or something, because you have to yes. cook all of that crap that you don't want. You have to. You have to do extra cardio. Have you have. To, yes. And then then you cannot even have some good meals because you eat the dry chicken and broccoli. Add the guess microwave. Get guess how long you're gonna actually. Go with it because after a while, you're going to be like, oh, it's that sucks, man. I don't want to live like that, right? I don't want to live. Right. And then, then obviously, like, you you won't be consistent, and consistency is the most important thing because somebody who is consistent over a year, I freaking guarantee you, he gets 10 times the results than somebody who sucks it up. Just a little bit who, every who, single day. Who, it rains like for for a month, and and cuts out everything, and then completely bounces back, and it probably gets even worse results. Right? It's it's Amen. not not possible because willpower after a while will always run out, and then. Um, then, then um, you're, you're back mm. to default, right? So you gotta find, okay, what can you sustainably do? And that's that's where a system comes in because with the right system and the right, right approach and the right leverage, um, you're gonna get a lot better results. For example, I always tell people um, I ha- ha- had a client, Kenneth. He's, he was 41, uh, 40, 49 starting with me, right? And uh, he started, that was the COVID time. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, uh i don't know if i can say that on youtube or if the video gets yeah, flagged then was the, <laughs> the, the go time um yeah. where where you couldn't go to the gym right so he was 49 he trained three and a half times a week with a pair of dumbbells and and a bench and after seven seven months he looked almost as good as I did after my first year of training. When I was 17, I would work out at the gym. Uh, I would work out six times a week and I was seven. I was 17, right? So I would work twice a month. I had better equipment and I was a lot younger and he looked almost as good as I did after my first year, after seven months of wow. training with a pair of dumbbells and a bench. Wow. Why? Because I taught him. What I learned after pouring my heart into that whole stuff for six years. So from the other end, I could tell him what works, what doesn't work. So he was that much more efficient on the right system. Right. And yeah. in my first year, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was a lot of doing a lot of stuff incorrectly. So the right system combined with discipline and willpower of making something happen creates champions so especially what i tell people if you have the discipline the willpower and everything already and you just feel like your system is not uh perfect or it's not working in a way in which you like it to work that's where you're gonna do really freaking good with my program because the 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 willpower the willpower and then the willpower and the discipline is there you just need a better system oh, it's always like about. yeah you're gonna you're gonna crush it man and then also if there's if there's not too much willpower it's also a part it's like maybe there's not enough willpower because you tried it 10 times and it was always some some fat diet that was like meant to fail anyway right from the get-go and that's where people lose faith right people lose faith like i don't know if, if it's me do i really yeah, suck it's or not is it not my genetics because it's the wrong approach right it's the wrong approach and it's like the approach that is already Already. set up for failure because you cut out your whole life and you cut out your happiness so so you need the consistent approach then it's also easier to get motivated because it's not like hey um, I'm I'm working out. I'm working out, and what am I going to get rewarded by? I'm getting rewarded by standing in the kitchen for three hours preparing my meals and eating chicken and broccoli right. at the end of the work. Like what's the what, the reward? What's the reward? Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure yeah. my
0: listeners, uh, you know, so for people all over the world, you know, you can get miles you could get Niles's training. You can get his accountability. You can start his program. I'm sure my listeners would like to know, how does this work for people, you know, that aren't in Germany? Um, how, do, how do you hold them accountable? You know, it, 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 I'm sure it might be awkward for some people to be in a gym on a phone, um, yes. you know, t- taking instruction. How does that work?
1: Yeah. So I don't, don't uh, do instructions at the gym, at the phone, right? So what, what what I'm doing is I'm doing all of the planning. We have videos and so you, you can see everything. And um, it's always like we, we get the numbers straight and we custom tailor plans into your lifestyle, right? That's important. It's really an individualized approach because Sean mm-hmm. is probably not gonna need the same approach as, Andrew did the principles are always the same right mm-hmm. on how you okay. implement those principles is always different for each lifestyle because if john is um is is a businessman and he's traveling a lot and he's crushing it and um andrew for example works 9 to 5 and uh, has has a set schedule and almost everything is the same it's like completely different and then it's also completely different preferences right so it's basically Um, looking at all of the numbers and then every single week talking and having unlimited access with each other like having a lot of access so first of all um, we make sure that the process for you gets better and better and better every week and we find a sweet spot where it's like hey you lose the most amount of fat right now you gain the most amount of pure muscle right now Um, while still feeling good about your life and while being able to consistently do it, right? Because that at the end of the day will get you the most amount of resource that you can possibly accomplish. And um, it will will also uh, help you to be in shape for the rest of your life, right? So we have you on a platform. Where so we have you on a platform where I see everything you're doing every single day in terms of what gets your results, right? So your calories, your weigh-ins, your 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 strength in the workers. You're using Pearson's right?
0: law. Uh, you know, when yes. when when results
1: uh
0: what, what is it? When when results are repeated back, that d- it doubles in, in performance or something like
1: that. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Cool. Yes. So yeah, so so see everything you do, right? And then like that, I can help you the best because I always say, I can hold you accountable more than a personal trainer can. Why? Because with a personal trainer, you have face-to-face accountability, right? Which is cool. So you get hold accountable to go to the gym. What does a PT do? You most of the time just focus on training, which is 20% of your results probably, and nutrition Mm. is the rest. Mm, So I couldn't really hold you accountable if you would train face-to-face all the time because you could go out of the gym, you could eat 65 burgers and i would have no clue right and <laughs> right. i had no clue that so there's no accountability because then even if you train um at the end of the day you don't really uh, get get the get the results that you want so um so i can really hold you accountable like that because i see everything that matters on the back end and then i can come in and ha- say hey um what 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 happened on tuesday why like, like why is the wor- workout not locked and stuff like that, right? so I can really give you that accountability because I see everything that matters right and and then That's the awesome. most important thing, the most important thing that I always say is I teach you everything you need to know. Uh, about your fitness. So you never have to pay anybody ever again for the rest of your life, because you become an expert in what gets you results and how you can implement that stuff into your lifestyle. And then you can do it for the rest of your life. And that's always the most important thing, because the metaphor I bring is like, if you, if you learn how to drive a car, right, you don't have, so you get taught, but you don't need that teacher to sit uh, and your passenger seat for the rest of your life and tell you to stop at a red light, right? After a while, it's like time to drive on your own, right? And it's the same thing with your body. You learn how your body works. You learn how you can make it work for yourself. And then afterwards, you can do it on your own. And that's awesome, man. That's, Ladies that's, that's and gentlemen, the, that's Niles best.
0: Rader and his 16-week program that produces amazing results. Amazing Um um, yeah, Niles, I'm sure you'll give them a free consultation if they, if they want to hit you Absolutely. up. And awesome. Yep. Awesome. So Niles, let's move, let's move on. I got another question for you. Let's see here. Oh yeah. What is something tangible or intangible as in gadgets, supplements, accountability, anything you want to name that you wish you had at the start of your journey?
1: Clarity, clarity in the right system, period. It's, it's and what I figured out over the time. I'm also a really analytical person, and I'm like a I like to solve riddles and stuff like that. I'm geeking out, man. Um, so it's it's really in every area of life, maybe business, sales, uh, 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 the the, the self improvement, um, uh, also spirituality and and training. It's always like two to three things. That, that really give you 99% of your results that you have to focus on. And then there are a million other things that people tell you you have to do. And what happens most of the time, especially, exactly, especially if you start Especially if you start, you focus on all of those things, right? You become overwhelmed and you do and you do those different things that don't really give you maximum results. And then let's say you do something that's incorrect, then you put in a lot of effort, but you just get 30% of your results. Well, congratulations, you do that for three years. You just lost two years of your whole journey, right? So it's always like the 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 right system, if you have that right at the start. Then the the then the willpower then the willpower you put in is like so accelerated and you can you can save yourself years and years and years of progress, but also of the whole pain and the whole the whole overwhelmedness and the whole struggle you got to go through because you learn it once and then you know exactly, hey, look, this is what I have to focus on. And now I've just got to put in the work, right? So the right system, because a lot of people, a lot of people don't quit because it becomes too hard. Not a creep will quit because the system they're on is so inefficient that it becomes so hard that it's not bearable anymore. And, um, they they are overwhelmed because they don't know if it's worth it and if the system they're on actually gives them the results or if they're just putting a lot of work just to be disappointed again afterwards, right? So that that right system already will give you a lot of motivation because you know for a fact that hey, I just put in the work and it's gonna, gonna work out well and I'm gonna hit my end result. So you just I would know say it. it's the system confidence. clarity. When you know it. Yeah. When you know
0: it, you know it. You know, I know uh, Earl Nightingale says that that the definition of success is just that you have a predetermined goal and you're moving directly in that direction. So straight towards your goal. Tiny little baby steps create that momentum. But but negative self-talk or feeling disappointed that that, that's the brakes that puts the brakes on. You know, um, I say we all have power that can be willed. Most of us choose to will that power in the towards what we don't want in the wrong direction. Niles, what do you believe the secret to willpower and self-discipline is? It's
1: first of all, um, first of all, it's, um, and and it's always like you can, you can, you can perceive that in a, in a different way. Um, So don't get me wrong. Is I I push myself a lot, man. I did a lot of freaking things that I had to push myself hard. So, sometimes you just got to suck it up and you got to do it, right? Um and it, it, it's a good it's a it's a so so the the right system because some people so there are people who are who have a lot of pride in hey, I'm the hardest worker in the room, and then they end up creating just more things so they can work more that actually doesn't get them more towards their goal that just makes it harder, right? It's like I'm the I was the king of that, right? So I was the king of that. So I'm not not, not guilty in that. You right? just that, spoke to me. Great,
0: you just spoke to yeah. me. Uh creating, creating. I yeah I, I have so many ideas and st- and I, and sometimes I feel like I'm trying so hard to, to get this thing going when really I have to sit back and ask myself, not necessarily am I, am I doing this to help truly just help other people? Is that my sole intention? Of course not. I, I want to provide meaning to my life because I've done such horrible things in the past. The only way to tip the karmic scale is to help other people avoid the suffering that I've had to experience. Um, So in an, in essence, I completely agree with you. It's, it's, it's more of a, the discipline. So it's two separate things for me. Willpower. You have willpower. We all, it's, it's not something that you have. Truly. It's something that you have to practice. It's not a noun. It's a verb, you know, uh, power that is willed. So in order to have power, yeah, in order to have willpower, you have to will the power towards something. Self-discipline yes. is the principles that get you to the end destination. You, you cannot have willpower if you do not start practic- practicing self-discipline, dif- my friends. Um, and don't think of, I ask you not to think of discipline as as, as a punishment. As you know, when most people think of discipline, they think of, Oh, I've got to, I've got to punish myself or I've got to be hard on myself. Think of it as discipleship, self discipleship, you know, Um, because that's what, that's what the disciples were. I mean, they were disciplined enough to, to, to learn from their teacher. And if you're listening to this, then you know that I'm, I'm a self changed man. So it's possible for you to, through, Self-discipline. You determine what you want, where you want to go, and you start moving in that direction.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And there's always that saying: discipline creates freedom. Freedom, and absolutely, that's the truth, right? That's absolutely the truth. So, um, an example. So, it's discipline, and it's uh also willpower to push yourself and to be uncomfortable but then at the end it's also accepting that you are a human being and um that you have to that it's also like for me it's like i have to i have to discipline myself to take breaks right i have to discipline myself to take breaks as well and to put the pride aside and say hey uh if I would work more right now um, it would just be inefficient and I would break and then I, I, I would get less done in the, in the overall period of time. Right. So discipline. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a tough question to answer. Like what, what, what's the, Why because it's, it. The, it, it's it, I'm always, I'm always thinking in circus and, it's, it's a, it's, there, there's not a simple, I know to it's, the, it, it, man. it's the reason
0: I created this show, man. Um, <laughs> yep. because if we can learn how to master ourselves, we can do anything, you know. Uh, I, my, a lot of my message is towards recovering. Recovering addicts, and not or or addicts. Period. That that want recovery, but don't think that they can find it because they have this disease. This is a common belief. For the past one hundred years, we've done recovery the same way. Whereas innovation is the reason I'm talking to you from my computer. So why, for the past one hundred years, have we done recovery the same way? And and then especially when the when the main program was created in 1953 and in 1963, the power of the subconscious mind. Was written by Dr. Joseph Murphy. So, we've science has started to prove that words create, you know, how we feel about ourselves, and that emotion creates our reality. We're 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 subconscious. Be. We're, we're subconscious ninety five percent of the time, so if you're going to meetings four hundred and eighty hours out of a year that, that's five days a week if you're court ordered to go to a 12 step meeting and and you get them to sign, sign your sheet, that's four hundred and eighty hours a year that you've just gone to this meeting and said, "Hi, I'm Danny, I'm an addict. I am I, uh, in the first step. We admitted that we are powerless so so you admit that you're powerless, powerless without ability, influence, or control. That means you're giving away your power in the first step. And then you start trying to, to learn, to learn about us or connect with a higher power as you understand it. No, there's only one power. There's only your heart beats on its own and you don't have to think for it to do so. You don't have to tell your lungs, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in that. Is the energy that is the higher power? It connects us all. So you can't go to understand a
1: higher power. um yes. in, t- a- a- in step twelve, you know, man, Ab- abso- I- absolutely. So, so I, I want to link up to that because I just had had that that thought coming in. So the sure. real key to discipline, the, the real key to discipline and meaning, uh, the real key to discipline and and willpower is meaning. Because for meaning, like like you 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 say, hey, um. Um, and then you get pulled, right? And then there will Don't always push be you that imp- that that impulse. So you 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 still have to push yourself, I would say. But there's mm. that that trigger that always tells you push yourself, push yourself, push yourself. And mm. then you're gonna push it. Then you're gonna f- fail again. Then you're gonna push yourself again. And you're gonna fail again. And uh, so, <laughs> you're, really you're gonna when make you fail. it. You're gonna, you're gonna make it happen, right? Hey, but man, that. But but that meaning never goes away, and then after a while, like after after a while, it will work, man. And it's that meaning, it's that that energy field, right? It's that energy field that pulls you, right? That pulls you towards it. So it's me that, that, exactly. <laughs> so that that's that that that's really that's that's really like the, the meaning. Give them, give a meaning to it, right? Give a give a meaning to it, and that that's important. Give a meaning to it. And then, no matter what you do, um, you 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 you're gonna you're gonna move towards it, right? It's like the, the that's the most important thing uh, that you that you have a meaning for me. The, like what it was for me, it was that um, I, I wanna I wanna prove to myself first and foremost that I'm not that person that uh, I told myself for like five freaking years that I am. Right? I'm not. I'm, I can't be so much be so much more than that and i want to i want to prove it to myself and then afterwards i'm gonna use that story to uh help help others with it right because that (laughs) that's the gift of reciprocity that we owe each other yeah so, so so the best thing to help people really is to become your best self, and then through, and then you basically live by example, and then other people transform automatically because they see you and they, they see that energy field and they, and they feel it. Through that. Right. Mahatma, so, Gandhi,
0: he, Mahatma Gandhi, he says, he says, there is an unalterable law governing all that exists. I feel it, though I do not see it. It is this unseen power that makes itself felt and yet defies all proof it's like everything that you do, it all started with imagination. It was all fantasy to begin with fantasy precedes reality. You know, of course it's not a tangible object. You can't touch it, but it is, it it is a fact nonetheless. It it is a form of energy, imagination. And, and then, so I want to, I want to, I want to leave, leave on this man and and hear your final thoughts. Um, before before we share all your social links, because this this is the meat of um, of the message that that infinite intelligence has put onto my heart. So, in John one one, in this Christian Bible, it reads, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." So, only a few times in the Bible does it talk. About in the beginning, about six times, I think. And the most notable time was what? Genesis 1 1, right? In the beginning was a void, there was nothing, emptiness, a void between uh, the heavens and the earth. But then God, He did something to create the universe. He said, Let there be light. He said, He used words. What are words? Words are a form of human self-expression. Words describe how we think and how we feel. So in John 1, 1, you know what? Let's replace the word word with the definition and it feels a lot better. In the beginning were our thoughts and feelings and our thoughts and feelings were with God and our thoughts and feelings are God. Our thoughts, our feelings, they're they're God seeking expression, desire, a Greek word. It means of the father. It's up to us to 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 grasp a hold of the desire and make it happen. So if if words were in the beginning and think about this, what is there another species on the face of this planet that has the ability to think and speak? So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You, you can, if you can imagine it, it's possible. God's not going to put a thought in your head that, ca- that cannot be manifested. And, but we. Jesus says by your words you are justified by your words you are condemned. Now I'm not a big I'm I'm not trying to make this a religious thing. I I I love all scripture. If it was written thousands of years ago, there's wisdom in it. So by your words you are justified, by your words you are condemned. In your mouth you have a two-edged sword. If you take the s off of the end of words and put it at the front, it you have you have sword. You know, it you can tear someone down and build them up you can tear yourself down and build yourself up with the words that you speak it is a creative faculty
1: how do you feel about that niles how, can you believe that i completely agree i completely agree so um i have i have a mentor also in um in trauma healing and um and cho, cho di bianca is awesome man i love him i love him i love him from the bottom of my heart he's such a great guy he he like he like massively helped me to change my life and to also improve in, uh business and um always becoming a better be, better uh, more caring and more more happy person and he also always says your words do not return void All right so it's like the fir- first thing and it's like it's also part of his basics basically is like focus on your breathing on letting go and on releasing and, um, choose choose your, choose your words, choose your words carefully, right? Like, uh, they choose, choose the, the right words because you tell your subconscious mind a lot with the words you're using, and and that, and then it it uh, makes it happens. It determines it determines what, what happens to you and yeah, because it doesn't know what, the difference
0: what, between reality and a dream, right? You know, your subconscious mind only knows yes, it only knows what you what you agree with. Oh, so powerful, uh, abracadabra! Right, I create what I speak. Uh, uh there's it's been it's been passed down through traditions you know alibaba and the 40 thieves aladdin you know where you speak a word and it cleaves a rock or opens a door you know um the 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 story of jericho in the Bible, if you look at it from a metaphysical standpoint, which is, is really fun to do, if you guys look into metaphysical interpretations of scripture and learn how to t- relate these scriptures to states of consciousness. Everybody's got a, a city of Jericho, a golden city, and you've got a wall built around it. And, and how do you get that wall to tumble? How did, how did the Israelites get the wall to crumble? They, they blew it. At the same time the trumpet blew, they shouted. The used words. And so it's, man, it, it it fills me. It's the heart of my message. My part, changing the way that I spoke about myself and actually entering into this empowering state and believing what I speak about, it, it, it's birthed the purpose that I now feel is my life's purpose.
1: That is awesome, man. I love that. I so have nothing Ni- to add to that, man. You, yeah. you crushed it. You crushed it, brother.
0: Niles, <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell my listeners how they can get a hold of you because, man, I'm sure your your, your feeds are going to be blowing off the hook.
1: Yes. So who, hit me up. Uh, so on Instagram, Neil Rader. That's N-E-I-L-R-A-I-D-E-R. Um, all written together. Or uh, on Facebook, uh, just Niels Ratter. That's like N-I-L-S-R-A-E-T-H-E-R. Um, you can message me there as well, right? You can always message me 40 pounds. That's a little code word I have. uh, And then we can uh, set up a call. Um, always a free consultation call, right? So basically what we do on the call is you just look at your situation. Um, and, uh, we see, okay, what are your goals? What's your struggle? Um, what's uh, we put a strategy in place from A to C to see exactly what we got to do for you to get maximum results. I always say we set big goals because it's a lot more fun that way. And you're going to be a lot more motivated. And then at the end, we can just see is it the good fit working together. Is it not a fit either way is completely cool with me because at the end of the day, I already helped you. right? And that's what it's about. So you can reach out, you can hit me up there. And other than that, Hey, I appreciate you for taking me on, man, and giving, uh, giving me the time. It was super awesome talking to you, oh, brother. Oh, man,
0: we're going to do it again, I hope. I, I, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and spit this live for my audience. I'm thinking of starting another podcast where I wanted to find a fitness expert. Um, yes. Because I, I'm all into subconscious reprogramming and training the mind, and I want to start the Mind-Body Union. And it can, it can be a podcast. It can be a YouTube channel. What I want to do is help people align the, the dreams in their heart what they want to accomplish, what they, the life that they want to live. I want to manifest that by aligning the right goals in their mind and then, and then giving them all the, the tools. We live in a world full of information, people. There's no reason why you can't accomplish what you want to accomplish because somebody's on YouTube telling you how to do it. <laughs> you know, the, all you have yes. to do is type it in and learn yourself. You don't need a college degree. You don't need anything but your own willpower and self-discipline niles man thank you so much for being on the show
1: for sure man thank you for having me let's rock it
0: guess what everybody i've got some bonus material for you the rest of this episode is going to be niles asking me a question that sends me into flow he, he asked me about my story and just because of his genuine interest it allows me to speak from my heart and i'm excited to share this with you Enjoy. So Niles just asked me, you know, what's my story? And I've never, I've, I haven't been asked that from a guest before. So I'm going to answer and Maybe this will be some bonus bonus material. But, yeah, you know, I, I I consider myself, you know, for the first 16 years of my life, I was a victim of circumstance. I was, I, um, you know, from ages one to seven, our brains are in development mode. so So we're downloading the world around us. And if I can look at my life. Now I'm able to look at my life from ages one to seven and realize why I d- became what I became, because I was around drugs, drinking, partying, rock and roll cigarettes and, and, and all of the wrong things, sex, sexual abuse. Um, but so um, I became that. I became that at a young age. And by 17, I was smoking crack with my mom. Uh, and when you, and when you do that with your mother, um, Who emancipated me? I was emancipated. I was a grown man. I'd already been away from her and came back to live with her. So it's not, I don't want anybody to get any judgment towards my mother. I I would have did it anyways. I would have done it anyways. But, um, what you develop a certain relationship with people that you do those kind of drugs with, especially when they're gone, you know, when it runs out, you become enemies. So if you you can picture a mother and and son for 15 years, you know, up till I was 30 years old going through this, uh, we love each other. We're all each other's ever had. And, and I will, I will never leave her. I'll never abandon her, but staying next to her and and us staying together made us keep using because if I wasn't going to go get it, she's already have it when I get home from work and if, and, and vice versa. So what happened this is the quick version of everything. You know, I, i struggled through 12 step recovery. Each time I relapsed, I I was told, you know, you, uh, you didn't work the steps or you you should have called your sponsor or all this jargon that isn't true. And, uh, uh, I finally decided the only way that I can change is if I completely change people, places, and things, I have to get away from everybody that I know, because I had the drug dealers, you know, I had, I had the drug dealers numbers memorized. And, and so if I stay here, I, I, it was to the point where I w- I didn't have a vehicle, but I would walk from Mill Branch and Holmes to Mill Branch and Shelby, which is like three three or four miles and back just to go re-up. So it's it was like, yeah. So I moved to Colorado and my mom followed a, a year later. Um, she followed, she sold her house. She came, she came down. And to what she thought was a sober son, (laughs) Uh, a changed son. But I I had traded crack for meth uh, and heroin. And so she 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 came with with her sixty thousand dollars that she got from her house and I helped her spend it all. And right before the money was all gone, we did we did psilocybin mushrooms And LSD and DMT, we were for for a good weekend, like all, all of it different times. But so I was in a state of. I was in another reality, I was in another world and some things happened with the police to where I thought. You know, my, my, I found my baby fingerprints and my aunt had whited out, whited out the name because they spelled it wrong. And it was in my aunt's handwriting. But me seeing the white out on the fingerprints, I was like, you're not my mom. And then I saw this. It's so stupid what I'm explaining to you. But it was the paranoia that, that, that this reality that I was in when, when I had my spiritual awakening, uh, I called the police. The police came. Um, and they didn't, they didn't, they weren't there to take a report. They were there to interrogate me, you know, instead mm-hmm. of ta- taking their pad out, they started interrogating me, tackled me in my own house and all that stuff. So when I'm, they didn't, I didn't go to jail I didn't spend a night in jail, but, but in the hospital that they made me go cool down at and the detox or whatever, they, they, they uh, I, I started asking myself, you know, you came out here to change your life and look what the fuck you did. What are you doing, man? Do you want a different life or are you going to change? And I, I made that choice. And so they they released me out of the detox a few hours later and, and I walked home. And when I got home, I, I, f- I felt this weight that my, my mom was super pissed at me. Um, and, and I just dropped to my knees and I said, You know, God, you know, God's such a overused word. Alan Watts says you can't get wet by the word water. It doesn't matter if it's God or it's Buddha or it's Allah. I was talking to the the, the presence that I know is ever present in all matter. i have been studying about the mind and, and energy and 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 manifestation and all this stuff. So I knew I had all the right ideas. So I dropped to my knees and I prayed to that God, not from a place of lack and limitation, but from a place of service and gratitude. I said, God take my life and make something of it. How I don't want to live like this anymore. And you know what, as, as I'm mouthing these words, I had these same headphones in and I'm listening. I I listened to motivation on you. Motiversity is a channel on YouTube. I like, and I heard William Hollis say, your pain is the pathway to help the next person. Uh, The best gifts come from the bottom. I got chill bumps again, (laughs) like, and those words, those words. And then there, and then the constant week, the week after of listening to Les Brown and TD Jakes and Jocko Willink and David Goggins and, and uh, Jake Ducey and, and Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton and Dr. Greg Braden. And I started listening to all the right things. And I started putting all these pieces together. And I realized I can reprogram my mind with new habits but ladies and gentlemen when you think about how think about how hard it is if you want to know how hard it is to start a new habit to, to develop a new habit just think about how hard it is for you to write with your opposite hand you're you, you write me being left-handed is a program it's a habit I, i've done it so much i don't i could do it without looking
1: i'm you know, left-handed so- i'm left-handed too man I love you Amen, with the brother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bye, bro. yeah, but you know, so so people get uh, they don't understand that addiction is just a habit that you've lost control over. It's not a disease. It's it's a desire that you have inside of you. You think about this addicts. We reward ourselves. Those drugs they give us a reward system. They create a reward system when we take that hit. It rewards us. And then we, so when you do it all day, every day, you're constantly rewarding yourself for not having done anything. So that creates, that's the addiction. You've created this life where you feel privileged, where you feel you can't take pain or you can't take what life throws at you without this drug. When in all reality, happiness and inner peace, it comes from within you're We're not victims of circumstance. you can change your conditions by changing the way you think, the way you speak, and what you do it's It's a trinity If you say one thing and then you think another and you do something completely different, that's going to program you for failure. you know I started realizing all these things and so and then finally what I spoke about earlier about words in the twelve step system I'm not saying that 12 step recovery is, it it doesn't work. And I'm not saying that I'm saying that it's been a hundred years since we've tried something different inside our court systems, inside the main problem. When addicts get in trouble, we send them to rehab. We send them to a 12 step program and it doesn't work. and And it's just a vicious cycle. When you can take your deepest passions, uncover your natural gifts and figure out a way uh, that you can create a business out of helping someone solve problems that you feel you can solve. So there's, there's that key element of reciprocity. It eliminates the desire to continue to use drugs. And no, it's not instant, but I used sleep hypnosis. I used morning success routines and, and, and setting goals and creating this podcast and writing the book and recording the audio book and making the website. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff, but I I watched a few videos and I felt I could do it and I'm doing it now. and, And it's now it's birthed my purpose through passion births has birthed my purpose. Um, I'm, I'm the prime example, my life and my mother's life. I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and share this really quick. My, my mom had just had her leg amputated and for six years it was locked in a bent position she couldn't unbend her leg she could bend it back but she couldn't unbend it and it was like this for six years because of a bot's knee surgery so and the statute of limitations ran out we couldn't sue and finally when when she came out to colorado and i convinced her to come out here we learned that the best orthopedic doctors were in colorado so We went to one and he was like, all right, you can fuse fuse your leg together or you can cut it off. Now, long story short, we didn't cut it off immediately. She fused it together and then it had to break. It broke at Walmart (laughs) and tremendous amounts of pain, hospitalization, and then they amputated it. But now, today, we get fit for the leg and tomorrow is her first rehab so that she can take her first steps. So it all started by me putting... The idea in her head: Hey, mom, you can walk again. And then I created a vision board where it said "walks with mom," and it had pictures of her standing up. And when she would used to sing at the bars, had a few of those pictures. Had affirmations on it, and every time she would wheel in her wheelchair into the bathroom, she would see this vision board. And now here we are at the precipice of her about to walk again. So
1: that is powerful, um, man. Yes, <laughs> it's. Uh, I feel like sometimes it's just, it just takes some people to to tell you that you you just can man you can't do it and to even give you the thought of it because sometimes you're in such a such a space where you don't even think about of it and the beliefs are so limited and sometimes it's just like hey you can do it right and also I feel that like it's also why it's so powerful man also your story that like like coming from, from beginnings and then uh, come into that space where you're right now. Right. And like where you're still growing, that already gonna inspire tons of freaking people uh, to, to improve as well. Wow. Uh, that's amazing. awesome, man. I appreciate you for uh, sharing.
0: Yeah, man. Thank you. Brother. Um, that that's, that's the ultimate goal for me. I, I I'm, I'm recording now from my recording studio to, to show people that you you know I I I didn't wait to, till I had the room and the microphone and the and all this stuff I have recording software I don't I could use an iPhone headphone microphone and my editing skills could make it good content like I started to apply what I know I could do to what I wanted to do and 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 birth birth this this purpose of mine I really I really think that what you just said. It's true because of how I'm approaching this. For instance, 10K Club podcast promotions. I just started this little business of mine. I've got I've convinced a group of uh, promoters from all over the world that have I've spent my own money with to to join together to create the results they've given me ten times faster. And but I and, and I dropped my first post in the podcast groups uh yesterday evening and i've gotten people mad you know it's like his own podcast doesn't even have that and then, and it's it, it's like he, he <laughs> i just I, I don't i don't even know how to respond to any of this it was complete hate everybody was just hating on me and i'm like i'm a, it completely took my my intentions of helping people get to their first 10,000 downloads that's my goal i i just reached that you know so yeah. that feeling that I have, I want to help people get that same feeling, yeah. and I know that it's possible. So nothing that they could say could could end that. Man, Niles, it's I'm glad you asked that question, brother. That's yes. you just helped me be uh, become more open with my audience because I've wanted to tell it. But here's the thing with me when I'm j- when it's just me in this microphone. Yes, I'm not as passionate Absolutely, when there's nobody man. listening. <laughs> yes. It, it's not as open so thanks brother yes
1: i can i can appreciate that man no i was just i was just super curious man i always love to hear other people's story because like you you go in places man you're going places and and the, like it's always the hardest to get out of the freaking slump and i've been there and i've like it's also what i realized like when, when we were uh writing because I also have a lot of people asking me, Hey, can you come on my podcast? And I was like, hey, I'll actually work up with a business and stuff like that. But for you, I was like, oh that, that's gonna be pretty cool, man. That's gonna be pretty, pretty cool. Let's do the podcast, <laughs> man. So uh, cool. uh, uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, you you inspire me. Um you definitely also inspired me with that story. That's awesome, man. You're going place, it's gonna be awesome, man. You're gonna crush it even more. I can't wait to see what your future holds, brother.
0: Ma'am, you too, brother. I, I I'm excited to have a new friend to, to join me on my journey because yes. you know i i' I'm, I already see myself hitting you up every day, you know. Like, what's up? Yeah. What, how's it like in Germany? <laughs>
1: Hell yeah.
0: And it's been awesome, brother. Uh I look forward to the next time we get to do this.
1: Gonna right, be awesome, man. Take man. it easy. I'm gonna jump Let, off. Yeah, let's stay in calm day, brother. You keep crushing All right, it. Brother, have a great yeah. week. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.